Hey yo, let's go. Welcome back to the number one anime and manga show on the internet. Weeb cast with your fearless leader, C Dub. He's back at it again with some cool, interesting topics. And actually, we're gonna be talking about one of my favorite animes of all time. Um, but I got a guess what to me today. Um, a very special guest. I'm, I'm someone who probably likes it just as much as myself, if not even more. But we're gonna find that out. We're gonna be talking about all things Bakuno on this episode of Weebcast, which you can find on any other podcasting uh, platform you like to enjoy. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, iHeartRadio, wherever you guys like to podcast. Make sure you search for Weebcast by CW and you'll find it. Um, it's been a while since we've done a centric anime uh, episode like this, guys. So I get excited because not only I get to rewatch or watch something new, but I get to share that with someone else um and watching anime alone is just you know it's just not the same it's like you know me and um you know let me introduce my guest right today today we have lush am i saying that right can i say that we watched we rewatched. i'm sorry Bakuno. um and i don't know about you but um for shows like these i kind of sped through it a little bit i was just so excited to see some of my favorite characters again. You can't. Um, it's just impossible to stop once it's done. And, and that's exactly, and you're exactly right. I, I think it was the Tuesday uh, we were talking, and I remember I watched the first episode, and I said, I'll take a break. And then that next day, <laughs> I, had, I ran through the rest. Uh, <laughs> it, was just a, it was an endless, uh, endless train, pun intended, of me just <laughs> you know, going through the show, and and revisiting the flying pussyfoot, I, I was in a good. I've been, I've been in a good mood since. I don't know, but how are you feeling? How do you feel? I was well. I should get. What are your initial thoughts? When was the When was the first time you saw a Bachman? First time, I think I was in eighth grade, so that was two, four, well shit, maybe even like seven years ago, five, seven years ago. So it's definitely been a while. <laughs> Yeah, eight, yeah, middle school. It must. I must have watched it. Maybe not in middle school, but I might because I was a little late on it. Um, when it came out, though, it was. I think it came out oh seven, I believe oh seven or eight, and I was in oh seven and oh eight. I was in seventh grade, eighth grade, so I must have watched it freshman year of high school or something. So, um, I must have watched it in oh nine or in two thousand ten, something like that. So. I was a little late. I was a few years late on it, to be honest. Yeah, me too. I only... I saw it once I started getting back into anime. Like, Mm. as a child, I watched a lot, and then there was a time where I didn't. Then I (laughs) caught up on One Piece, and I caught up on Naruto and Detective Con, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch some more. And that (laughs) one... So I went to, like, a German anime site, and I was the top 100, and I just... We went down the list, <laughs> and I think Bakano was at that time it was in the like top fifty, top twenty, or somewhere like that. I don't know where it's now. But Inter- I hope- actually, I've, I've always wondered, and we'll probably get into this a little bit later, definitely. But um, what's the per- perception of Bakano to to people? I, at least people for, in my friends and in my circle, we kind of we put Bakano on a pretty high pedestal. 
it's uh, one of the show, yeah, it's one of the shows where if you have seen it you you're just in love with it and yeah. i i have never heard about anybody who didn't like bakano you know what and us in the um, off the air we were talking about uh, dorora and uh, i think obviously it's animated by the same studio um uh, now six brain base i'm sorry um and that's one of those other shows where people kind of latch onto it pretty quick because it's it starts it hits it hits pretty hard right off the beginning um mm. and it kind of just sticks to you with the characters um it i i think that's actually a pretty decent way a uh, good way to start with um with the characters in bakuga um with with anime like that throwing a lot of characters at you you know all at once and yeah, especially, because, especially in the first few episodes big ensemble yeah and and they work it so well um I, and obviously it's a it's a pretty difficult task uh, especially with shonen i i mean shonen i guess shonen anime is run into this uh problem a little bit more than of the genre and of bakuno and dorara and bloodlad and things of that nature and shonen um, have like 100 uh, or more episodes dorara has 13 plus the three only three extra so yeah. they they handle like a shonen level cast in like a fraction of the time which is which is really impressive really impressive um i will tell you about when i first saw this because i saw i saw dorara first of something of this kind of this sort of this kind first um i will say the first episode of bakuno was i don't want to say jarring because it wasn't really jarring but I guess in retrospect the first few the first few episodes were I th- interesting I, I think, it's, hard, it's hard to say yeah I go think on, it's sorry. because you, like I can see that I think I think that's because you don't really have a frame because there's not really another show that has had that style of storytelling even Durarod mm-hmm. doesn't have this a lot more like chronologically correct than uh, Bakano. It's like back with Bakano until like episode six, we have pretty much no idea what's going on until like everything starts uh, unraveling. So you feel kind of lost in the in the beginning, and I think that's pretty new for most people once when they first see it. You're yeah, you're right. Um... You brought up. You just brought up about the the with the point where it unravels. Um, I was kind of falling in love with it just before that point, but that just kind of pushed me over the edge. I think you you episode seven or eight. I think is when. Yeah. Um, I guess when they were going right into uh, Claire Stanfield or Vino. Yeah. Or, um, yeah. Um, after that, it's it was each episode after seven. Well, you could really say after six, really. It was one great episode after another, um, and each kind of rolling into each one, like a snowball, just kind of getting bigger and bigger and bigger, or and more pieces of uh, of knowledge and information coming at you, sticking together. And you're like, you know what? And and, and what I don't and Bakuno, the thing about I like about Bakuno a lot, and I want you, to, I wanted to ask you if you agree with me or not. For something with such a fragmented uh, storytelling like this, it doesn't really. There wasn't really time. Even my first viewing, I don't think there was a time where I was so much confused when things were coming together in the le- in the latter half. 
um it was the good like it was a good yeah, kind yeah. of confusion like you were yeah. entertained while you were confused and uh, mm-hmm. not that it didn't like put me off when i was watching it i wasn't like oh, i don't understand anything what's going on <laughs> because you can see where stuff is going but you're just yeah. you're just there for the ride um and and that's and i think that's one of the things when i tell people to watch when i recommend bachman i'm not sure what you use we all have our scripts you know what i'm saying well, at least I, i say we have our script when we recommend our friends the anime we kind of prepare <laughs> we, we prepare a few lines we're like you know i gotta make this sound like they want to watch this you know what i'm saying so when i when i recommend bakuno to people i say i always talk about the cast of characters there's so many lovable likable people um mm. if you like in an entangling and it's not so much i guess it's you could call it plot but just the character interaction entangling character interactions and obviously the ost um yeah the music is amazing it's I, i can't get enough of the music the the opening obviously is is legendary um De- definitely I, the best uh, I, i go back yeah. oh, i'm sorry and even in like turara had some i also saw some really nice openings but in like the style <laughs> it's the same style and bakano mm-hmm. just like went above and like above and beyond even even though those turara openings you you were you both yeah i was gonna say you must i don't know how you read in my mind lush but you you said exactly what i was gonna say i was i was just thinking i used to go back and forth between whether i liked bakano's opening or the the three i think it was three durara and the openings um what what the durara openings gave me amazing bands that i listened to still <laughs> but but as far as just the opening goes it was just bakano it it kind of fit better i feel like it, like the first durara opening really fit well mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. in general bakano fit like that was like that was perfect how everything fit together yeah it it, it fit together and all, it, like you said it fit with the tone and the motif of of just the show and as a, as as in an entirety and if i had to nitpick and it's not bad to pick but if i had to nitpick one thing from the opening that i liked the one of the best, other than just the sound and the vibe and the animation um i like the uh the um what do you call it um review of the previous events you know halfway yeah. through the opening um yeah. it's very it's very um um i mean i'm not sure, i'm sure maybe there's tv shows in where you're where you're at that do the same thing but it's more it's I, i've only seen that in like american tv shows uh where they'll play the theme And maybe they'll either keep the theme, they'll you know lower the volume of the theme and play maybe a few events in the last episode or so. Um, especially like shows on Netflix have done that. Um, but I, it, it just fit. I always liked that. It was just a nice little touch. It doesn't really add anything, I guess, to it. <laughs> I guess it. But, it okay. helps, especially for a show like Bakano. I mean, if you if you're binging through 16 episodes in one day, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but yeah. when it came out, presumably week by week, I definitely helps, especially in a show with such a dense plot, to get such a dense storyline, like Bakano and so much stuff happening every episode. It really helps. I wish I were. I wish I were hip on it in the beginning to watch it weekly. To be honest, because I feel like this show would have 
kept me sane in those early years of school. <laughs> in school, <laughs> I swear. Um, I mean, I, I would have been twelve, I think. Then, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't, back I don't then, it, back then it was still all the anime that were on TV, and I don't think that they would play Bakano. Oh no, no, no! Oh, 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 hell no! Oh, hell. We sadly didn't have a tsunami equivalent in Germany where you could watch mm -hmm. like late night anime. Yeah, I, I was just saying. Yeah, I was just gonna say we just had the. I just only, the only available was, was um what I saw on TV and um what Comcast and Xfinity, which I, a, a, a internet and phone service kind of company. Um, and they had a small anime section on their on-demand kind of thing. Oh, well, this was before Xfinity was Xfinity, but it was... Um, and they had, like, shows like Darker Than Black, um, Orion High School Host Club, uh, <laughs> Fruit Baskets. That's a good selection. Uh, yeah, XXXHolic. And those were all dubbed. And I, and I enjoyed the hell out of them. But those were my first kind of... I remember my some of the early shows. Uh, I, that's what I didn't ask. I hate to interrupt the Bachman, but we're going to get right back into it because I always like to ask this some of my guests. Uh, what, what was your, like, your the very first anime that you considered an anime? Um, that you was well aware of that this was Japanese animation? Because um, mm. uh, for me, it was, uh, it was, technically, it would have to be, I, technically, it would be uh, Dragon Ball Z for me. Um, But unofficially, I guess it'd be Saint Seiya. I, I thought Saint Seiya was a kind of a, just a cartoon that was just, because I, basically, my first experience with anime was with a VHS tape that my uncle had. Uh, he said, you should, you could have this. It's, 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 some, it's, some cool, it's a cool show. You know, get me this, just so I can shut up and watch something on, on my VHS. And it was Saint Seiya. Um, I didn't know it was an anime at the time. I'm not sure what anime it really was, but I thought it was a really cool show. It had some bad fights. It was flashy. Had really cool powers. I dug it. Um, but I think Dragon Ball Z was like the first show where I knew like, oh, this isn't like an, an American thing. I, this is not or, or um, something from my country. Uh, so I wanted to ask you, what was your first anime? Mm, I think it was uh, the very first was either Digimon or Detective Conan. Oof, I'm so glad. Uh, Wait, oh man, you're a lucky dude, man. <laughs> Detective Conan? Yeah, we had it like dubbed in Germany in television. It's because I think I'm sorry, go ahead. It started with either of those. Could have I don't think it was Dragon Ball, but it was yeah. Dragon Ball was definitely also up there with one of the first ones. But yeah. Yeah. Um I only do that because I know from, from from the from the few guests that I've had on, I always like to do that to gauge uh, how old uh, the person you know that I'm, I'm you know just conversating chit chatting with, uh, and fairly and I will say most of my guests so far on the show have been female, and so I've always tried to approach it delicately. You know I don't you know but... I can just say <laughs> I'm I'm 24 so okay okay then I'm 26 so we're so. I, and I can tell we we definitely started at, the in same similar time. points. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm really I'm glad and I'm glad to hear that. Um, and I, but, you're from the states, I guess, right? So what? Yes. We, the 
Germany, for example, with Digimon, we had like mm -hmm. a, a German version of Butterfly as our opening. And that is still like to this day one of the best opening <laughs> that I've ever heard. But with, when the movie came out, they used the they used the American opening. The Digimon, Digimon. Yeah. Okay. And I so had that it was fine, I guess, but I had until like <laughs> a year ago, I had no idea that that was your guys' opening. I always thought like they just made that up for the movies and then suddenly I was like, oh wait, it's just the American stuff. And yeah. So I, yeah, that opening is such a, a classic here. Like we we associate Digimon to that. That, um, uh, I, that That's really kind of strange to me, but... I, <laughs> Because when I when I watch like Demon Try and it's like the original version of Butterfly, because what they yeah. what they do in Germany, what they did with Digimon, they mm -hmm. they took the they took the melody, and they just made like a Digimon song, about but with the same melody and with just a, a German singer singer. So, so Butterfly oh. is like a completely extra song that. Uh, with a different meaning and then our opening is like specifically about Digimon and <laughs> how you're gonna have uh, your Digimon partner is gonna uh, accompany you to the end of the earth and stuff like that <laughs> that's so interesting I knew about some things like that because I know um, I was because I think Saint Seiya was insanely popular in Latin American countries so they had their own original um, opening as well um, or and they had they had a dub one as well for for the for the Pegasus theme song. Um, but I did and, and uh, I found on YouTube. I can't remember what their video is. Someone's gonna have to link me that at at some point. Um, but it was a YouTube video of just anime openings with um, country variants. Mm, yeah. I guess variant isn't the right word because you know if you watch it in your country, that's the opening that you know. But um, but there's so many, there were so many cool animes that had original openings for their for their region um, that I had no idea about. You know, I yeah, just knew of yeah, I just knew. Of, I was like, it's either the Japanese one or there's some kind of weird double one or, or something like that. Um, but I got I got surprised. <laughs> I think it was with Shippuden when they had like the very first opening. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, dubbed. That was surprising, I think. Oh I yeah, that was the. Um, I don't remember the it... other ones uh, the, from normal Naruto, mm -hmm. Shippuden, But I specifically remember that I was like, "Oh shit, this this is Japanese." What? <laughs> <laughs> I think because I think in America, I think we had two versions of the. They played the Japanese version of the very first Nar part one Naruto opening, and then we had. Like a just some kind of weird rock song. I'm not sure if it was especially made for Naruto or not, but it was just some rock song, and I really dug it. Um, I assumed it was just a maybe English cover of the original Japanese song, but it, I think it's completely original if I remember correctly. Interesting. Um, yeah, I, I always thought that was really cool. Um, what? Well, and you you talked a little bit about Detective Conan, and I hate to stray too far from Bakuno, <laughs> but I find this fascinating. Is was Detective Conan like a really popular anime? Re country? It still is, but really, yes. well, they they started like 
a year ago, two year, uh, years ago. So they stopped at around like in German count because the count was different between Germany and Japan at around mm -hmm. like episode 330 around that time, like after the Sky, Sky Tree stuff. Okay, okay, perfect. There, perfect, okay. there were like a couple add. more episodes that they went with and then they stopped. And like that was, I don't know how many years ago. They continued <laughs> with every with every movie. Every movie still gets stopped, still gets stopped. Wow. But with the episodes they picked up like one or two years ago and they made they dubbed like 150 and now they're in the process I think of dubbing another 100 or 150 so it's starting back up again see and that's and that's well you guys heard it first you're, you're gonna hear it here first guys I'm moving to Germany officially <laughs> um, seems like my my number one enemy of all time is not it's I always knew it wasn't popular in America or it's it had some following for sure um But it's definitely not the premier show. I get, to be honest, I'm, I mean, One Piece, we talked a little bit off air about One Piece. Um, I mean, that's a phenomenon wherever you go, I'm sure, yeah. that people watch anime. Yeah. But it's definitely, in America, it's definitely caught, it's definitely similar to One Punch Man and Naruto and Dragon Ball Z. It's slowly, slowly, slowly be getting into people who don't watch animes, you know, as... as regularly as probably someone like me and yourself um like you know my i i could call my mom and be like you know hey uh what's do you know a guy a, a muscle guy with golden hair fights a lot she probably could guess goku or she can picture goku yeah um if i talked about pikachu or pokemon she she will she probably say pikachu or something like that um It's to the point where if I say a stretchy dude who can, you know, throws his fist, has a straw hat, she could probably picture, you almost probably get the name Luffy. And that's how I gauge uh, how, how the piercing of an anime is to an American culture is when, you know, when people who don't watch anime like me, yourself and I a lot, um, they can recognize characters and things like that. Mm. Um And it's gaining... I guess Demon Slayer is probably a better example right now. Um, now to think about it, I think Demon Slayer is probably huge in America right now. It's it's selling like hotcakes right now. The volumes... I, I saw something in the news, I think a few days ago. There's about 80 million copies in circulation um, right now in Demon Slayer. That's a lot. Uh, That's it's, a lot. It's, it's wild. Um, they've already sold over 12 million copies just this year in the first six months of this year and i think one piece is around two million three million um those numbers are probably going to even out as the year goes on but yeah it had a, it had a lot of hype like last year and this year yeah it's yeah Demon like last year sold a shit ton as well um especially with the movie coming out um you can train i think in october um it's just gonna get it's just gonna rise even higher um But you know, enough about Team Slayer. I could talk about Team Slayer a lot, but I, I'm gonna go. I will have to confess something to you, Lush, and please don't get too mad at me. Let me just be real with you guys. When you think of anime, you think of Crunchyroll. When you think of food delivered real fast, you think of Postmates. So when you think of podcasting, what do you think of? Or at least when I think about podcasts, I think about 
Anchor. Anchor is the perfect place if you want to start your podcast. You can talk about all kinds of things. You don't just have to talk about some weave stuff that I talk about. See, in Anchor, there's a set of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone. It's crazy. And Anchor will actually distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. All you have to do is just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I really like the Isaac Media though point, though, because I never really thought about it like that. Because uh, they were just so funny. I was just so focused on the comedy. Yeah, it's a- <laughs> and... Just and so just oblivious, like it's still, it's still hilarious that they don't realize they are mortal until like 2001. <laughs> yeah, see, I, that was another thing uh, that, that I thought was undersung of how they found out, well, like the different clues and the different things that they just sprinkled throughout, like that Isaac and Yuri are just immortal. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what episode, might have been the first or second when they're Furio's doing his initiation fighting with Miza yeah. the knife fight mm. and the boss uh, fires a gunshot and you hear, and you hear eyes yeah <laughs> and I was like and I remember like wait 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 I forgot about this I forgot they, they were immortal after they stole from um who did they who did they steal the bottles from again uh, that was the whole Slizard that's right so the, yeah, the bottles yeah. got rearranged, I think, through. Uh, yeah. What's the brother brother's name of Eve? That da- was it, Dallas. Dallas. Uh, yeah. Okay. I just thought that was a really funny and interesting plotline. Um. Which I wish I, I wish I do th- I wish that they use that, not more, but maybe just a tad bit more, in the the pussyfoot story. Um. That they immortal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess we saw it when they were saving Savez. Yeah. Um, and that was a sweet moment with Media and Isaac and Savez. I thought that was really sweet. Um, maybe they did. Maybe it was a sign. Maybe there was something. There wasn't. There wasn't much for this specific yeah. thing. Yeah. Because, because I don't. Like they probably also had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> they probably forgot or something. It, it, that it did feel like. They, they had no idea they were completely immortal at that time. Mm. Well, now we got the main characters pinned down, but another t- another question is who would be the? Uh, we got a few answers for the for the main antagonist of the series. Um, I think most people would probably say uh, Claire or Stavino or whatever, but. I think it maybe in Cesard and Cesard would probably I guess be another pretty common answer. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know. I think, and I wish we get maybe you know if there is something down the line or whatever. If there's ever a continuation or whatever, I haven't read the novel, so I'm not quite sure. But I think Dallas, as low as he is, and as kind of almost he has pretty some low significant 
points and then some really high significant points in the storage. I still, I, I think he could be one of the main antagonists because it seemed like he was kind of the, the root of, other than Cesar, being the root of just so just much ugly. Trouble. Yeah, so much trouble. Um, even though he never has any direct interaction with, um, I guess with Nice or, or, or Jacuzzi. I guess, well, he does, he knows media and like you said, they, they, they interact a little bit though. I think but, um, it's because, also because Eve is such a lovable character mm-hmm. uh, and her search for her brother and then hearing that he like didn't really care about her is also really bad. It's yeah, that's just... such a such a scum. Like, you can be bad, but man, your own sister? <laughs> yeah. and just being bad and just being an asshole. And she really loved her. She really loves him still, probably. And, and that's... Like and... He wanted money. That's that's even the heartbreaking thing, because um, when they were trying to find him, and at the bottom of the Hudson, he was she was so worried. She she was her sole focus was like I want I just want to see my brother again. I just want to talk able to talk to him. Um, which is another plot point I haven't seen discussed a lot. Where is Dallas and his is I guess his his little crew. Um, where could have they have gone and or who well I guess they really could have gone anywhere someone must have had already broke them out of the of their cement underwater prison hmm. it seems um, like maybe that story that gets continued in the the light novels maybe I, I hope it does because I kind of that's the one one of the few questions I want to um to see resolved if not resolved at least at least talked about um where he ends up I'm sorry yeah where he ends up is already yeah Um, there was another kind of plot point that I kind of want to or I don't know if it's kind of an outlandish theory but I I wonder if Vino or if he's ever gotten his hands on immortality Um, it seemed like he wasn't really quite interested in it yeah. Um, he, he, was he, kinda... he was too narcissistic. <laughs> he, already, he already doesn't think he's ever gonna die, so why bother? Yeah, and I thought that he spoke of that so much that I felt like it would just be a t- it was gonna be like some kind of weird twist of fate where like when they showed in 2001 and we see Isaac and Media, I was like, what if there was some clue or like some newspaper clipping we don't see we we have that flies by and we see like rail tracer or or series of killings in New York or whatever something like that um, maybe I just wanted to see the end of his arc <laughs> so badly just because he's such an enigmatic character um, so my mind's just trying to make connections that don't exist <laughs> that the, like that was really nice of the like three extra episodes that he and his and uh, Shane's I guess relationship oh was the yeah. kind of the focus of that <laughs> I did like that actually that, it, that's a good point I forgot that that is kind of the main focus of that with um I can't think of the the mechanics or wrench holder guy's name yeah um, uh, d- discount Sanji discount discount Sanji um it's like if Sanji and Lad Russo kind of fused yeah. <laughs> um I did like how like you're so so uh, looked up the lab so much. Um, 
And I, I, to be honest, he's one of the few characters in the OVA I would would love to see again. Um, especially him and Vino interact as well. Um, as far as villains go, I think the most dangerous character in the show yeah. might have been Lad. I feel like. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Vino does. I mean, as Rail Tracer, he doesn't really care about. He didn't really care what most of the people on the train. Yeah, yeah. He just got rid of the like the conductor, the conductor, the bad guys. Yeah, and like Glad was pretty much the only like really dangerous character because he doesn't care who he kills; he just kills anybody that's in front of him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He was definitely the yeah, the most most lethal uh, yeah. character character there. Um. And his story too. I, I I wonder how, you know, projecting forward. I wonder how that progressed because when we see him, um, I don't know if he's in. Where, where exactly is he? Is he in, in a hospital or some kind of mental? Uh, Something like that. And he seems very unmotivated. No, I, up until yeah, up I, until that last shot. You know, last episode, last OVA. Yeah, why he wants to kill Huey? Huey, look. Yeah, another character which I wish we got to see more of as well, because um, he he was a scientist, was it I, or something like that? Yeah, no. also one of the people from the boat, I think, right? I yeah. I think so as well. I, I'm trying to remember who was on that boat as well, but I think he was there as well. Yeah. Um. And just a just an insult to that having somebody mortal walk around. <laughs> Just a little insult to Andrew, you know. He was embarrassed by Vino on that train, man. He was fucking embarrassed. Uh, oh, the uh, what was another thing that I thought was um, pretty? I, I I did like the whole in the OVA with I think it was Elmer. I think that was his name, Elmer, and the the demon. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I also like that. That was one po- plot point. It, I mean, there was so much in those 13 episodes. So it was pretty, it'd be really difficult to like fit that plot point in. Um, But it was one thing the OVA that I do wish it was, and maybe it was referenced or maybe it was hinted at. I, did, the, I like, didn't see that coming at all. Like, I didn't. Yeah. I, when that happened, I was like, I was a little, at first, I was like, what the fuck? But. Like, <laughs> I had I didn't expect the like the demon to show up again. Same. I, I thought it was just a just a thing that will you know just there it is and that one episode will probably never be referenced again. I was okay. I'd be okay with that because it, it wasn't the focus. Um, mm. um, it was just you know just the the chase for immortality and, and and stuff like that. But it was really cool to see. Like I really thought that was interesting that they gave Elmer that role so much that much importance. Um, and I was just I was just kind of sad and we didn't I didn't get to see a little bit more of him in in the original 13 episodes no um, his whole thing with like the smile I thought was so refreshing and really cool um a little sinister at points like but he I guess he is a demon so that's yeah <laughs> that is true yeah he, yeah but I don't know. It was just it, it just seemed a little a little unnerving, but but positive at the at the same time. 
Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, what did you have a favorite episode though? Even though I know it's hard, to, really hard to choose. I, I, I imagine, but favorite episode. <laughs> Some of them kind of run together, I do now because now that I'm thinking about it, since you know, since everything's just flowing all together at different paces, like I just, I would just say like anything that happened on the, on the roof of the pussyfoot was some of my favorite parts of the show. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. The uh, China and um, Lab fight I guess fight was pretty that was really cool mm. um the jacuzzi and uh one of the gandors I can't I'm maybe was it luck no no I'm not, I'm not sure who it was one of it was definitely one of the black suits <laughs> yeah I don't know his name but the, the black suits were kind of the group except for Shana that mixed together a lot more than all the other ones yeah yeah i i, I felt like um I'm, and you know i'm looking to the production team because i want them to note this moment exactly because i'm about to sneeze and i thought to be really unprofessional oh now it seems to fade so i'll continue but the black suits i i felt like they had such a it, some of the presence felt a little empty in some episodes um yeah with like Chane being one of the I guess focal points for me or whatever one I feel really interesting and I don't know but the rest of the black suits they were just a I guess they were just a name they were just a nameless force that I like seeing be slaughtered by anybody whether it be Vino or Lad's group um, yeah I just looked up the name of the leader Goose Perkins Goose Goose wow okay I should have known hey, that yeah. I could I completely forget that name, even though <laughs> I just watched it again. So, like, they, they really were just like a group of a group of tuxedos, nothing more. Pretty much, pretty much. Um, I was trying to think of some anime that was similar to this, other than without naming some of the obvious ones, I guess. Um, I was trying to think. I'm not sure if you ever seen was was that show called? No, now I'm blanking. Oh, 91 Days. No, I, I started it. I haven't when it came out, but yeah, also like the mafia stuff, definitely. Yeah, it, I, I really like the the mafia stuff in in ninety one days. Uh, I don't think it's as good, but I think it's a, I thought it's pretty decent. Um, that's only twelve episodes, I believe. Um, things like uh, was it Black Lagoon? If I had to maybe pick one, I was had some pretty. Raw, as, far, as far as like the violence yeah, and the action goes definitely black Lagoon. yeah and I'm tempted to say gangster but gangster has an element of and I, and this sounds weird I guess because I mean there's immortals in Bacchano but it still felt it still felt supremely grounded and but, in, but, but I think that's because like there's no real philosophical background to the immortals or whatever they don't there's no dissection of being immortal it's just oh now you're immortal that's cool yeah you, you get turned into the switch cheese and right back again like they they don't have and i think that's like one of the strong points of the whole show because there's they could have had like 
the dissection of what it means to be immortal mm-hmm. but they just show I guess Isaac and Miria <laughs> 70 years later stealing cell phones and that's about it yeah like yeah that. and that that's make that makes it more fun because they just can't can concentrate more on the action and the story instead of having to be also having to focus on like philosophically going after what it means to be alive or dead or whatever Another, I, that's true actually I never I never thought about that um, but I and I think they do handle the the idea of using a immortal character really well especially with the case of you know I'm just thinking about other shows where there are people who characters who just can't be killed um, and then trying to find a way to write that to write them in situations that show fear and terror and stakes um But Bakuno does a really good do- job of that with people with other immortals being able to eat others. Um, mm. I thought that was a real nice, something simple, but... And what Sizzlard, I thought, was should be more scary because he has all this knowledge. He We used his 200 years of, of trying to not only find, you know, a, a replication, uh, you know, drink, but other but spend his time eating other immortals you know and that being an immortal meant like hey you could still be kind of you could be off you know if you're not if you get caught slacking <laughs> you get another immortal can can uh, you know catch you and and basically you know eat you and take everything from you literally everything you know? yeah. here's another i guess thing that you that can be read into it like the only like all the characters i feel like that are immortal from the from the 1700s yeah all didn't live like they were immortal like they were in fear of all the other ones they they feel they feared for their life to be eaten uh, not talking not using their real identities whatever uh, yeah. always always on the uh, always on the run all the like the gondors or when they got immortal they're just partying <laughs> like i said isaac and miria they don't notice Like they, all the characters that get immortal in the 1930s, they don't, they don't, they live like they are in actually immortal. Like I would, I would do the same if they, if I were, was immortal like tomorrow. I just that's that's actually a good. That's actually a good point. Yeah, because um, I was thinking about it with you know with uh yeah with Spirios with Miser's group, where I mean they're not going to live that much differently. <laughs> they're just going to keep yes. doing what they're already doing. Um. It's just the it's it's seen as it was just, it's a bonus. They're like, oh, we can just do what we're doing longer. Awesome. Yeah. It's probably gonna make that job a lot easier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Being a model in the mob, like that seems like <laughs> it seems like a pretty huge benefit. Yeah. Um. So I wanted to talk about some background information or some kind of the things in the back that I thought was pretty cool. Um, and that it wasn't, I guess, expanded upon too a lot in the show. Um, I guess Jakku, because they were, um, because it's so set, you know, right in the midst of the Prohibition era, and mm-hmm. we don't get too much of that other than from Nice and Jacuzzi and their group, because that's their main job, it seems. Um, yeah. you know, just running, you know, running alcohol to supposedly maybe I guess I'm guessing other mafia groups um, it seems like that yeah yeah um, 
and that's their their only connection to the to these characters because you know they're running liquor and and things like that um but i, I like the i really enjoyed the setting i like the setting you know it's set in the prohibition era it's set in and and um i guess it sounds selfish but i like it how it's it's an anime set in, in america <laughs> i don't know and that, okay, go ahead. also the i guess you were talking about what you can rate recommending back on other people yeah also one of the shows where you can recommend the dub oh perfect yeah where people usually you know, people usually say that it's better even than the than the sub yeah the dub actually is really really good i like vino's voice i don't i can only speak for the ones i remember specifically um Firio's voice is pretty cool isaac and media's voice is actually you could say it's just on par with the jet if not better mm-hmm. uh, i don't know who plays them too but they seemed enthusiastic about playing them <laughs> their characters. Yeah. Um Lad Russo's voice was really nice. Um yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because the dub is actually really really good. Um that and Cowboy Bebop are the ones where it's like usually people recommend the dubs over the subs. Yeah, Cowboy Bebop um Trigun had a pretty decent uh dub as well. Yeah, Trigun was nice too. Yeah. <sighs> I like Darker Than Black dub. I'm not sure if you saw that, but the dub for Darker Than Black was pretty, was pretty decent. And I think I have only seen it soft. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's actually pretty. That's actually yeah, that is actually. Good. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, but yeah, the set, the setting in Bakano is nice, and especially like all the things that come with it. I really love the daily days, like the the newspaper. Ones. Yes. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Amazing people. They, <laughs> The, the president is amazing behind this small loaf. <laughs> and then like, uh, was it, um, the sugar cube, the only one who goes, <laughs> goes back behind there to give him a sugar cube and is like, oh, thank you very much. And then Nicholas and, um, the other guy, I can't think of, were just like astonished. <laughs> yeah. Seen that and, like, like, journalist type characters, you don't get that a lot in no. anime? No, you do not. You do not add it's on. Like, it's like them and uh, uh, the, uh, the, the fuck, I forgot his name. <laughs> from what? Oh, uh, oh my god. Yeah, I know who you're talking about too. But jeez, man. Oh, now I feel bad. I should know that. Um, dang. Um, I was gonna say, I hope. Do you have that one? I'm looking it up right now. Oh, Big okay. news morns, right? Yeah, yeah. Like there, there are really not a lot of journalistic type characters, but they are. Oh, and or the, I mean, they're also part of the daily days. But the, the Charlotte and uh, what is? They, like at the beginning, Charlotte and the vice president, like they are also. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In the beginning and the end, they're also some of my favorite characters in the show. That was another thing. Yeah, it was um, vice president. Uh, yeah, Carol. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and that was a cool thing too. So, it, that's another question about Bakano. Is it how 
much how much of it is public that these immortals are out there. Um, I don't feel like it's a complete secret. Now the the FBI or CIA or whoever that was in that was that went to Lad. That's like right. Guys, in That's... the car, they seem to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, some politicians, I guess. Yeah, I guess the the senator, that one senator, he maybe yeah. maybe was aware of it. He seemed like he was aware of of some kind of thing of that kind of going on. And um, they have uh, Huey in custody, so yeah, I was gonna say eventually, you know, if they don't know, which I I feel like they should, but yeah, if they didn't know, they would like, you know, he's kind of been in there for like fifty some years, you know, like are we gonna um, <laughs> why? How come he's not dying yet? Nobody's checking up on him. <laughs> you know, guards come and go, and then still the same prisoner. Because <laughs> when they, I didn't really think about it the first viewing, but when I, the second one, when I saw Vice President show Carol, uh, that the mouse was, you know, came back to life. Yeah, that was, a, yeah, that was a nice touch. That was, yeah, because I was like, oh, it's like, is that just a wink and a nod to us? Or, or is like, have, has, Carol didn't know anything about this? Does the vice president know about this as well? <laughs> how does he even know that that yeah. is the mouse? How, how, how do you know that that was the mouse that was that would, you know, come back to life? It was really weird, but I liked it. I have no problem with it. That was just threw me through a loop when I when I saw it. <laughs> Definitely. Um, now, going on to the other side, I, I wanted like, I'm, the production team was looking at me They're staring me down right now. They're showing me that it's that we've had a pretty lengthy conversation, which I'm loving right now. Um, but I wanted to spend at least at least a few minutes talking about some recent shows, other than the Bakuno since we watched, but some other recent shows on manga that you've been reading, watching, um, and that you just want to talk about Spotlight or anything like that. Uh, let me. <laughs> I need shut up. I mean. <laughs> probably the best show of the year is already Azoken. So, like it, has, it has the best character and is the, probably the best show. So, I, I, oh my god! So I have not spoken to anybody yet who's like, but keep your hands off Azoken, you guys. Is literally one of my favorite shows in like the past four or five years, if not more. I, I, it's it's amazing. I, I love that yeah. show. It's It brings out, like, people, for someone who likes Bakuman, have you read or watched Bakuman before? Multiple times. Yeah, okay, oh, well, man, I need to have you back on. But <laughs> I, it, it brought me Bakuman vibes, but did Definitely. even more. It, it was, I almost want to say it's better, and which is not a bad thing for Bakuman, but I love this one. I love the show so much. Midori is absolutely fun. Tsubame is great. Um, Sayaka. Yeah, she is. <laughs> She is the best best girl of 2020. Like, so, already. Immediately after I watched the first episode, I was like, this is done. I'm so glad I'm so glad you brought that. Because Sayaka's... You know who's another best girl? I'm gonna have to put in the running. I'm gonna have to put... Um, the girl from um, Inspector. I don't know if you watched that yet. Uh, not yet. It's um, Inspector... I, You know, I guess I'll add that to the to the official list of recommendations. I want—I don't want to leave you here empty. I don't want to, you know, leave leave you know have you leaving the show without anything. 
Um, but Inspector is basically a show. How was I going to say this? But it's pretty much about lying and mystery and demons and ghouls. Um, all kind of rolled into one. Um, it's about this girl and this dude. One is the dude is a he's eaten mermaid meat. I think as a child or whatever, which has given him immortality and he's poisonous to ghosts and demons and things. His flesh is poisonous to them. And he pairs up with this girl who is kind of like the the, their, the demons and ghosts, the queen, or like, you know, they look up to her for guidance and she solves, she solves um, disputes between humans and ghosts and just, or just demons in between themselves. Um, and they go on through pretty much adventure onto adventure in different places in Japan. Um, it does a really good job learning. You get to learn a lot of Japanese lore and things like that. Um, it's a really neat show. And the main girl in that would probably be one of my in the ranking as well for best girl. Um, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll check it out. Yes. I can just going through like the list mm-hmm. like, in winter. I watched like the first episode of One Way, the the Warate, and then I read every chapter that was out after that, like immediately <laughs> after that. I didn't think I would like it as much, but I really did like that. The winter had some pretty some low key good things about uh, to be honest. I thought there were some pretty decent shows mm-hmm. in, in the winter of this year. And um. in spring I in spring I can say uh Arte. I also Before I even watched the first episode, I saw like I saw that it was coming out, and mm-hmm. then I went to the manga, and I also binged <laughs> uh, through that. Arte was also. I was gonna. Nice. I was just gonna ask if you had to recommend anything because I haven't seen most of the spring stuff. I'm behind on that. Um, yeah, me too. But what I want to watch next is uh, the yesterday wo uh, utata utate. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is that yeah? I was gonna say, is that is that just um, is that the sing for me one or is that something? Yeah, different? it's the okay. sing for me one. Okay, okay. I think I have that actually on the list somewhere. I'm pretty sure I have that. I'm, I want to watch that eventually. Yeah. I mean, Kaguya Summer is an old brainer. Oh yeah, that's been great. That's been good. Yeah. And like I said, the manga for Arte was really nice. I don't know if. If the anime is the same, but I really like the manga. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I want to get that. I want to watch that as well, because um, I, he- I hear nothing but good things about it. To be honest, um, whether it's on Twitter, Tumblr, or even Reddit, where it's usually ranked up pretty high. Um, pretty Definitely. And I can say that as far as like shonen goes, yeah. Spoiler for people who haven't read it. Uh, IQ is also pretty interesting right now. Good. Okay, great. Because I um, we did not get a lot of sports in these last few years, but Haiku's been 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 going pretty damn strong. Um, and the next season, I think this this summer, I think the summer aren't they doing the second season of To the Top, right? Uh, I think they. I, I hope so because I definitely. Either, was... in the, either in the summer or in the fall, but yes, this year. Yeah, I know it's definitely this year. I just don't know which season. Of, um, But um, but I was gonna say, have you been keeping up with the manga? Because I, I know that's ending pretty soon. Oh, uh, yeah, I think I'm like two chapters behind. But yeah, I 
I don't know when I started again in the while I I when the when the national started mm-hmm. I was I'm going to let it uh, run a bit so I can just binge yeah uh, binge read a lot of it <laughs> but now I'm at it's a week for week almost again yeah I'm, I I was I'm not sure when I dropped it off but um re- a few months ago I kind of I was like you know I need to really get back into it I needed my daily I needed some sports um people who listen to the show know that the sports genre is one of my favorite genre, uh, genres of all time definitely my favorite enemy is probably is sports is it, yeah because I feel like you can do so much with it and you can mix it with any other genre you want and make it really make it really unique but yeah. for me it's definitely uh, I don't know probably I've seen the cross game oh cross game yes yes um Man, we could. Oh, I'm gonna have to have you back on for some sports, um, for sure. There, if you're so open many, to that, <laughs> there's so many good uh, um, sports stuff. You, then you'll definitely like this. Um, I want to recommend you Blue Lock. Uh, maybe you're already reading it, but it's uh, a, the, is that the, the football? The yes. Soccer one. Yes, 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 yes. It's the football one, and it's it's kind of like haiku. It's like hype and um, the arts really well. It's like it's it's the epitome of the modern sports manga, and I think it's going to be. I, I haven't talked about this on an episode yet, but I I I'm probably a hundred percent sure that it will definitely be animated sometime in the next three years, if not if not two years, because it's so good and it's catching a lot of traction recently. Um, I can also recommend you a uh, please looking, please. Uh, uh, have you see have you read Tepu? The MMA ma- the mixed martial arts manga? No, I don't think so. No, Tepu Tepu is amazing. Okay, wait, I'm like I'm gonna T E P P U. Tepu is great. Okay. Oh, right, you know what? Alright, cool, cool. I got it. I found it on the app. Awesome. Oh, and there was a one shot that I saw uh that came out like two months ago and I hope they continue on it's not sports it's something else but the Gokuraku District 3rd Adventure uh, Avenue no the Gokuraku District 3rd Avenue oh what's okay what's that about uh it's just about like two like gangster style handyman mm-hmm. an older woman and like a 18 17 year old boy and like, just handyman stuff doing in like a sleazy district and their adventure and <laughs> they, it one that had some of the coolest character designs I've seen in a, in a while like especially how like the main woman looks is pretty awesome okay yeah that's getting added right now that sounds oh that sounds cool oh I can get that oh, I can get Tepu on Kodasha Good afternoon, magazine. All right, bro, bro, bro. I, I'm so happy. I'm definitely gonna have to have you on for a episode again as well. Um, I'm thinking sports. If you'd be down for that, um, yeah, always, always down to talk about oh, sports. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I was gonna say I, we could talk about that for a whole another hour and a half. I easily, easily. Um, or some martial arts manga as well for sure because. Um, I'm sure you've read Baki or watched Baki as well. I haven't. I I need. I still need oh, to. That's okay. one of the. It's one of the ones. 
Oh, definitely. Okay, then. Well, you know, some in the future, we're definitely going to have to talk about some boxing as well. Um, and tap when I'm going to, and I'm definitely going to, hey, well, you know what? Read, read some Baki. I'm going to read some Tepper. I think that's a decent trade. <laughs> once, once I'm done with my exams, I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll get to, I'll get to it. Yeah, I was going to say, you got, you got, you have more important things, uh, to focus on, but I do appreciate you for coming on the show. Um, I appreciate you for talking about Bakano. Um, cause I, as much as it's a popular anime for at least people our age as well. Um, and I know I, I, I've seen, and I'm looking at you directly to the audience. I've seen my demographics. Yeah, y'all under 18. Y'all need to check out Bakano, all right? And y'all need to check out some of the other series that we, we referenced throughout the show as well. Cycle through, rewind it back if you need it. Um, and I'm definitely going to be timestamping some stuff on Twitter as well if you need that as well. Uh, but thank you, Lush, for coming on to Weebcast. Um, no, thank you for having me. Anytime. Anything. I mean that one because I definitely want to have you back on to talk about some sports, especially some manga. Because um, you definitely seem like you've read a, a lot of manga. And I love me some. I love now, me well, some. But I usually do. A lot of the times <laughs> I don't even. When I see like an anime in the, in the list that has a manga as a source, I just. I just yeah. directly go oh, to the manga because I don't want to wait for the anime to come that's out. That's what I'm saying. Look, that's what I'm saying. That's that's what. Oh my god! All right, all right, all right. I can. I'm not gonna gush over Lush anymore. I could do that. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. But you can listen to this episode. And there's an episode of Weepcast, the number one anime manga show on any other podcasting place you like to uh, listen to podcasts: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Um, overcast uh, anywhere you like this podcast make sure you guys search up webcast by your boy c dub check out this episode and some other episodes um thank you for just joining us thank you for allowing um lushes and i uh, our voices into your ears and into your homes i hope you enjoy your morning afternoon evening twilight hours where you guys may be hope you listen to this with some snacks and a drink to enjoy yourselves um because me and lush are going to be alley 3000 we'll see you I know Bakano is um, based on light novels. Is that correct? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I will Can confess be. to the audience and to yourself. I guess I can't be a real Bakano fan because I've only read, I think, the first novel. I believe in completion. I'm pretty sure I've completed it. It was. It's been a while. Um, I know that there are, I think, about four or three novels. I could be, I might have to, cause I might have to be fact checked on that, but I'm sure you guys will pester me on Twitter about that. But I think there's about four or three light novels, and I haven't read any of them except the first one, and I'm not even sure if I completed it. Um, but I, when I when I was looking up discussions about it, and you know, kind of getting trying to get a sense of the perception of the show. Um, especially in the American audience, um, they thought the they, they they wanted more. They wanted to see more from those OVAs, and they wanted to see a little bit more extended. I guess they were filling with. I guess well, the OVAs was actually pretty good. I'm not sure what your opinion on the on those three extra episodes. Uh, I would say I really liked them, but 
I I wouldn't be mad if they had stopped at 13. Like if they had like, Oh, same. Yeah, I it was usually when you get like extra I don't most of the time it's not that good. The three episodes were were uh, amazing, so I I'm, I'm not complaining about getting good good extras. Yeah, to be honest, I I thought it was well done for me. I thought it was enough. I thought it was entertaining enough. I thought it was fun just to watch, just to have something, you know, if you really wanted to get get a more taste or, you know, weren't satisfied. But if you just watch the 13, I don't see how you need any more. Those three, yeah, yeah, really, to be honest, it's yeah. it's definitely one of my favorite. It might be my all-time favorite under 26 episode anime. Now that I think about it, I was kind of, before this, before we started recording, I was trying to think of some shows that were under 26 episodes. Um, and I was just kind of running through some of my favorites. And I don't think I can name one I liked more than Bakuno, to be honest. There's not that uh, much. I mean, Anohana is emotionally text, more taxing, definitely. Oh, oh, please, please, don't do this to my heart now. <laughs> Don't there, do this to my heart. There's not, yeah, there, there isn't many better, shorter animes. Yeah, I, I even like um another short anime, and I like to do this from time to time in the episode, so I hate interrupting. But a little weebcast official recommendation: another short anime that you guys should be, you might want to binge, and Lush the Wells You, but I don't know if you maybe you already seen it, but. Uh, it's uh S S S S Gridman. Um I just I've just seen the memes like everywhere. I haven't <laughs> myself. <laughs> well, it, it's based off the um obviously the Ultraman series, Gridman. Mm-hmm. Um but the the anime kind of takes it and I don't and for people who are Ultraman purists, there's not a there's not a lot of you that listen to the show, but to the ones that are I know it's not, I know you guys would call it a bastardization of a adaptation, but hear me out. I I thought it was really well done. I thought the characters were almost compelling. It's really compelling, especially three or four of them. Um, especially for like a little mecha, a little kaiju fighting, then you'll definitely get your your feels worth with uh, with SSSS Gridman. And it's another short, just like twenty four episodes. Um, and that's another one that I would probably put up contending Bakuno. Even that, I'd probably still put Bakuno on top. It's just too. I just, it's really hard to find something that I enjoyed more than that. Um, but you know, Lush, I wanted to get into some of the plot here because, um, and try to pick out some of our favorite moments within the series. Um, as short as it is, it it feel it, so much is happening. Um. Yeah, way too much. <laughs> yeah, way. <laughs> so much is happening, and it's kind of hard to kind of piece together. Well, uh, some things that I really enjoyed. Um, I, we talked a little bit. Like, I think after episode six, I I pretty much loved everything after that. Um, and in my first viewing, my favorite character was was Vino, but I guess a lot of people would say that as well. Yeah, the Vino is definitely a fan favorite. Yeah. <laughs> But after the second viewing, I've I've kind of found a love for for Nice, and I, she is my favorite character in the show. 
yeah, you, she might be, she's really moving up the ranks for me. I, I don't know why I didn't appreciate her as more as I did in my first viewing, but I really love Nice this character, um, and I really love really um, Jacuzzi's character as well. I've always liked it, but I I appreciate him a lot more in this viewing as well. Um, I just like I like in general the whole dynamic between the the bootleggers and then also the like the backstory between Ni uh, Nice and Jacuzzi is. Oh, well, yeah, I love that so much. I that was actually a pleasant. That was one of the few things I've forgotten. I me too. I completely forgot that that happened. Yeah, and so when I saw, it, I was like, "Oh my god!" I was, I, I don't know. I, I audibly was gasping a little bit because it was just really sweet to see, hmm. and and really bolstered it, my opinion of of Jacuzzi and Nice. Um, but I've had to pick a third character from this viewing that I really liked. Um. And that was Maiza, uh, song. Um, it's framing it. And we're gonna, we should, we should actually go into this. Uh, after I, I wanted to know what some of your favorite characters right now, but I, I'll, I'll wait. I'll ask this question a little bit after. But what were some of the, your favorite characters in the series? So I do remember also Dino, obviously. That's yeah, like, yeah. that's like liking <laughs> a tough or iron avatar. It's like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, I I really like Lad. Lad Russo. Oh yeah, Lad Russo. Was so he great. was just yeah. he was just another like fun character. Like everybody, was... just a fun character. Such a riot. Yeah. Uh, I already said nice. Was nice. What was your opinion on um um? Oh my god, now this, the name the name is uh, escaping. Oh, the um uh Sizzlard or Cesardo or Master Quates, I guess I'll call him. That's he a lot is, easier. He is like the one character I didn't really care about. Okay, so I I'm glad like, I'm not alone. Like, oh my god. I don't I don't I think he was a good character. And mm -hmm. I I like the but I like the story kind of around him because Yeah, I. Uh, what's her name? Ennis. Ennis is nice. Oh, Ennis. Ennis. Yes, yes. Was yes. that nice? But other than that, like she, he didn't feel like as interesting or as fun as all the other characters in the show. Yeah, yeah. Out of the, I guess you could call him an antagonist. Uh, like the show has does a weird thing with type with um, plot pieces and just what character and what characters are. Um, but I guess I'll just for the sake of making things simple, I get for villains out of in the show. I guess mm. I, I didn't really, I, I don't know, I didn't feel threatened all too, I didn't feel all that threatened. Um, yeah, me neither. Like Lad, obviously, I felt like he could have, like, he could have ended anyone's life at the moment's notice. Like, characters where I'm like, I was afraid, like, oh man, what if my favorite characters gets just wiped out by Lad or something like that? Um, And I think we can talk about this later on. Yeah. I think that is because, like, Bakana was, like, all about a couple of different groups suddenly being in each other's way, whatever reason. Yeah. And I kind of judge all the characters by the strengths of their group. And... Ah, okay, okay. Silat's right. group wasn't really... It wasn't really a strong group. It was, like, it was just him. 
and that's a good point the actually. other ones were all just old dudes who didn't do much so like lot was intimidating because like all the other guys with lot were <laughs> Like were savages were just as almost as crazy as his ass yeah so, <laughs> so you can see that like, one, one guy dies and then the other guy directly immediately like, oh, by time now let's go <laughs> and the slizzard is like there was no real, like you said there was like no real danger coming from him even though like technically like with all the knowledge that he had and so he was should have been like yeah one he of should the have most been because he had 200 years worth of of just not and he didn't waste I'm not saying Misa and other people who from that was it 1711 I think that was the year when they yeah around that time he seemed like he's like oh let me just gather all this knowledge through these years so I just so I can just find uh, the, the other half or you know make his own um, immortality drink like he had all the tools to be a fearsome opponent to just any character in that show I just didn't I just didn't feel it from him at all no, even with, with Misa like the 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 family that he was then a part of like the Gondors they're they're pretty dangerous people even though they, they're likable and <laughs> Firo's also pretty like strong I guess character like you can see like the the backbone that Misa has in that in that group is really strong And that's, I think in the second view, and I, I appreciated Misa a lot more um, because I, and I, I like the dynamics we see with Misa, you know, on that ship, uh, be it Advina, Advis, I think it was called, you know, he saw the worst of humanity when they all became immortal. Um, and then skipping ahead over 200 years when his, his, his friends Firo, all become immortal as well and rejoicing and seem, it's so positive. You know, it may go wrong somewhere down the line. Maybe somebody get greedy or whatever. But in that moment, he saw like, you know what? Maybe it's not so bad. Like maybe there are good people in the world that maybe deserve to have this curse or gift as well as, as, well as myself. Um, and I thought that was really, that was, I thought that was pretty beautiful to see. Um, but I wanted to move on to the character thing, more thing about characters, because obviously people who have seen it, and I'm sure this has been debated, and I want to get your answer right here. Who is the defender, right word, main character of Bakuda? It's Isaac and Mira. Miria. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like they are so, the, they are the only two characters who interact with every other character in in a meaningful way other than like like Miser just sees the the bootleggers knees yeah. Yeah, just walking out of the pussyfoot at the end of episode 13 Isaac and Miria with every character they have a storyline with them they have some that... events going with them like yeah I think with every character I, they that's interact. crazy I didn't know that actually I, I just, knew they I just thought I about they... it like yesterday well, well, after <laughs> it was finished I was like who would I uh -huh. pick as main characters and I was like Wait a second, like the only two that really work with everybody in the show are Isaac and Mira. Mira. Wow. You know, because I had never thought about that. I, I knew they definitely saw a lot of the of the cast for sure. But that's when now you think about it, they did have meaningful interactions with a, with a lot of people mm -hmm. in all three timelines. 
1930 and 1932. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's interesting. Okay. You know what? I was going to say... Um, I was going to say maybe either maybe Jacuzzi or, or, or Miza, but now I think you were swaying me to <laughs> Isaac and Midia. <laughs> I feel like Jacuzzi was, was the main character of the Pussyfoot. Yeah, that, most definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um.